This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and I'm your host, Tyler. If you're ready to learn about real estate investing and you're short on time, what do you say we jump right in? Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Climate change could mean big spike in home insurance rates by B.L. Sheldon. Early this morning, I woke up to a text from a real estate investor, my mentor. Is it true that my insurance could double, triple, or even get canceled due to climate change? My answer was straightforward. Yes. I went on to explain that with the advance of climate change, the insurance industry is reassessing how it can control its risk exposure while still managing its core business. That business is, of course, insuring policyholders' property and providing a safety net in the case of damage or destruction. But this is now a much more complex issue and evolving concern for the industry, both locally and globally. So here's what we know about the impact of climate change on real estate. In February 2019, the Urban Land Institute, ULI, the premier real estate research and leadership organization, considered to be the oldest and largest network of cross-disciplinary real estate and land use experts in the world, by the way, published a research paper in partnership with Heitman Properties, LLC, a global real estate investment management firm. The report is entitled, Impacts of Climate Change on Real Estate. This type of research paper is also known as a white paper, a government or other authoritative report that provides information, data, or proposals on an issue. The extensively referenced report is an effective, academically worthy piece about the significant, broad, and worldwide effects climate change is having on the institutional aspects of real estate and investment. 
It points out that the insurance industry is doing everything it can to cope with the changes as they are occurring. But it also supports the warnings in the United States government's fourth national climate assessment that extreme events are becoming more frequent, intense, and widespread. The Insurance Industry's Perspective on Climate Change So the Insurance Journal has roots dating back to 1923. It's the periodical widely considered to be the most actively read and well-respected property and casualty news publication. It consistently presents the most current information on the state of the insurance industry in relation to climate change. The momentous losses caused by increasingly powerful and more extreme weather events is forcing the industry to vigorously re-examine long-held industry norms. In truth, according to the National Association of Insurance Commissioners, home insurance rates are increasing and will continue to do so. From 2005 to 2015, the year with the latest available data, the rates increased more than 50%. They attribute this to a small host of issues, the first on the list being natural disasters. Insurance can only do so much. Understandably, insurance has its limits. Insurance companies are becoming more responsive to how they manage and cope with the risks these continuously upticking and increasingly destructive events leave in their wake. But some of those responses limit the regional areas companies will insure, the amounts of coverage they will offer, how much money the same coverage will cost, or even whether or not a home or property is even insurable at all. The state insurance commissioners cannot force a company to continue to insure a specific region or risk category. And according to the guidelines in most states, as long as the insurance company can justify the economic reasons for a rise in rates, in most cases, they will receive no pushback from states for even the most significant jumps in premiums. So here's how to keep your real estate investments protected and safe. What does this mean to you as a responsible real estate investor? It makes it clear that you must take an active role in understanding what risks could affect your real estate investments and how likely those risks will be as weather events continue to worsen. You also need to assess the potential risks, not only to your current properties, but also to any new property you are considering for acquisition. But just because a property faces elevated risks does not mean the real estate is a no-go. It simply means that with your newfound knowledge and thorough understanding of what could lie ahead for this property, you can now more accurately assess whether or not it is right for your portfolio. Keep in mind, though, you can mitigate many risks with responsible maintenance. You can avert other risks with thoughtful planning. You are not a prisoner to an unknown future. You cannot control the effects of climate change, but you can absolutely control how you react to the foreknowledge of what to expect. The investor who wrote me this morning has been investing in several areas of the country, each of which has a different climate and weather issues to contend with. Some have had prolonged periods of little rainfall, followed by large amounts of unanticipated rain, in periods of drought, the ground becomes dried out and hardened. When the periodic deluges do come, the land cannot absorb the water quickly enough, so flooding results. This is a huge liability for an insurance company. Some of the other areas have experienced issues with more intense fire seasons, more intense winds, or just extreme freezing events. Different regions have varying climate impacts, so you can see how insurers are facing some very real new challenges. 
These compounding issues complicate insurance companies' ability to accurately analyze and effectively evaluate and manage their risk exposure. We're all in this together. Just like us, insurance companies are in business to make money. They're not villains in this scenario. They're simply businesses attempting to continue making a profit in changing global scenarios that are rapidly being built upon a new normal. There are a number of solutions for how to deal with climate change's effect on your portfolio. Here's just a start. Educate yourself. Read everything you can. Thoroughly understand the area or areas and locations you are investing in. Know what risks are already occurring. Don't make assumptions. Just because you've previously invested in a region before, don't assume you know all the potential climate-related risks. Look ahead to what risks are anticipated for the future. Research how to mitigate the upcoming changes. Once you've gone through this exercise, take this new understanding of your situation and talk to your insurance agent. Be prepared to ask some very challenging questions to be sure your agent understands the weather-related risks. If you already own the property, review how items on your cash flow analysis may already be changing, such as utilities, insurance costs, repairs, and replacements following weather events and impacting your profit margins. If you are considering purchasing a new piece of property, then add an extra layer of research and cost consideration to most aspects of your due diligence. Don't rely exclusively on the historic data provided by the seller. Factor in the cost considerations for how the items on your cash flow analysis could change moving forward. Most importantly, remember, you are not trapped. If you don't like what you're finding and you own it, you can sell. Then go out and find something with a risk profile you feel you can live with more comfortably. But once you've completed your research, if you like what the facts tell you, then just go with it. Trust your gut. If you don't like what you're finding and don't own the property yet, don't buy it. Take your newfound knowledge and skills and start looking for the next property with risks you are more comfortable managing. In the end, you have to feel like this property is an asset, not a liability. If upon reviewing an area or a property's risk exposure, you find the property's exposure to damage or risk exceeds your comfort level, it's time to look elsewhere. Thanks for checking out this episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. Remember, every Thursday there's a new episode of the Bigger Pockets Real Estate Podcast. And they drop an episode each Sunday, too. Twice a week. Sheesh. Slackers. But seriously, check out Brandon and David's show. You can search for it on your podcast app or go to biggerpockets.com slash podcast. Meanwhile, I'll meet you back here tomorrow.